This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Monday, January 30th. Brought to you by Robo AgriFinance. Good morning, I'm Jeff Galley. Here's today's headlines. Pesticide use drops 12%. Wine Country GSP is approved. FDA Foods Program announcement coming and CBD decision draws more flack. Pesticide use drops 12% in California. The Department of Pesticide Regulation, the DPR, reported Friday that statewide pesticide use dropped nearly 12% in 2021. That according to new data. The total treated area declined by more than 10% as well. The greatest decline was in groundwater contaminants, which were down nearly 75%. Yet the use of biopesticides shut up more than 50%. The annual pesticide use summary represents applications on farms as well as parks, urban landscapes, roadsides, and other locations. Remember, in 2021, nearly 400,000 acres of farmland went fallow, costing 14,600 jobs and $1.7 billion in lost revenue. The number of fallowed acres nearly doubled in 2022, meaning farmers likely used far less pesticides than the last year as well. Keeping in mind, DPR announced the drop in pesticide use just a day after releasing a roadmap that calls for significantly reducing pesticide applications. Wine country gets more sustainable. The Department of Water Resources approved four groundwater sustainability plans last week for Northern California basins. The plans cover the regions of Petulama, Napa County, Santa Rosa, and Sonoma County. During a press briefing, Paul Goslin, who directs groundwater management at DWR, said local agencies already had a strong understanding of the basin conditions. This is evident in new water supply projects for groundwater recharge, stormwater capture, and water use efficiency. By the way, a year ago, DWR deemed incomplete a dozen plans for critically overdrafted basins. The local agencies revised and resubmitted all the plans last summer. DWR is reviewing those and will issue determinations in the first quarter of this year. One of those is a plan for the Paso Robles uh, subbasin drafted by St. Luis Obispo County. The county has aggressively restricted groundwater pumping for a decade and is proposing to add strict conservation requirements for new plantings. Critics say the ordinance update would conflict with the Sustainable Groundwater Management Act. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak West after this. When you work with Robo AgriFinance, you get the global knowledge and financial strength of one of the world's largest and most innovative food and ag lenders, tools essential to realizing your aspirations. Discover how an unmatched network of local and sector experts can help you confront agriculture's challenges and seize the opportunities that lie ahead. Learn more and contact us at www.roboag.com. Creating value, connecting vision. Robo AgriFinance. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak West. Food industry consumer advocates anxiously await FDA announcement. FDA Commissioner Robert Califf is due this week to reveal his response to demands that he shore up the leadership of the agency's food programs. 
A coalition of industry groups and consumer advocates has been pushing Califf to hire a deputy commissioner for foods who would have line authority over all food-related programs. But members of the coalition are bracing themselves for an announcement tomorrow that falls short of that. Mitzi Baum, CEO of the group Stop Foodborne Illness, is expecting an announcement along the lines of an outline of steps the FDA will take. If so, there might still be the opportunity for stakeholder input, Baum says. Roberta Wagner, a 28-year veteran of the FDA who's now vice president for regulatory and technical affairs for the Consumer Brands Association, says FDA's food program needs, quote, to be elevated within the agency. It's not on par with medical products. That's going to require naming a deputy commissioner for food, she said. For more on this week's agenda, you can read our Washington Week Ahead. CBD decision throws a regulatory issue to Congress. Meanwhile, criticism continued to pile up over FDA's announcement last week of its decision that it cannot regulate CBD in food or dietary supplements. Only Congress can provide an appropriate, quote, regulatory pathway, the agency said, pledging to work with the Hill on a solution. Jonathan Miller, the general counsel of the U.S. Hemp Roundtable, says that days before FDA's announcement, his group presented agency officials with extensive data demonstrating the safety of products containing CBD at low levels. He said, we expect in the coming days legislation to be reintroduced that would require FDA to regulate CBD as a dietary supplement and as a food and beverage additive, he said. We're hopeful that will bring FDA to the negotiating table. But noting that FDA has said it needs new authority, he added, quote, if there is a need for new authorities that are reasonable, we're fine. But we don't want to create something new that's going to take years to develop and continue to further stall the industry. That's going to be a big challenge here. Ag leaders to gather in Washington to press for free trade agreements. Farm leaders will meet in Washington Thursday to increase pressure on Congress to demand a more aggressive U.S. trade agenda that includes new free trade agreements and better access to foreign markets through lower tariffs. The umbrella group Farmers for Free Trade is organizing an event with members of the Corn Refiners Association, the National Corn Growers Association, National Milk Producers Association, CoBank, North American Meat Institute, National Association of Wheat Growers, and the National Association of State Departments of Agriculture. Farmers for Free Trade says, quote, with a new Congress, new committee leaders, and newly confirmed ag trade officials at USTR and USDA in place, the U.S. Ag community is taking advantage of an important moment to push for regaining a foothold in international trade. The United States has not completed a trade agreement that provides access to a new market in over a decade, while competitors in South America, Europe, and Asia have been completing deals that preference their ag products. Reconnect program to see changes under new USDA rule. The Agriculture Department's Rural Utility Service is hoping to streamline its ReConnect program by doing away with outdated requirements, according to a final rule being published today. 
The rule requires applicants for ReConnect funding to register in the agency's online system for award management and update their information in the database annually. It also updates the programs by American requirements. Finally, here's today's He Said It. We're in a transformational moment for agriculture. That Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack in an AgriPulse open mic interview describing opportunities for small farmers, climate smart incentives, and more in the upcoming Farm Bill. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Monday, January 30th. Brought to you by Rabo AgriFinance. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jack Alley. 